is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> hello, hello everyone. Hello and welcome back to Dead House Whispers. Long time no talk. I'm your host Calypso, um, as usual, and we also have Faceless Mike joining us today. Like always. Ah, uh, yes. Greetings. And on Dead House Whispers, we talk about everything Dead House Sonata related. I'm pretty sure you guys know the rundown already. Um, Dead House Sonata is a spiritual successor to Legacy of Kane. It's a narrative-driven action RPG in which you play the end of <clears throat> living. Its uh, development is leading on PC and will support all major platforms. You name it, it'll be on there. Dead House Sonata, baby. Back at it and, and while we're on that topic... Something I want to bring. Ah, Cornson, hello, greetings. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to bring up that we have here now. Let's see, can I share a screen correctly and not crash everything? We have supporters packs. It is a new age, a whole new. Oh, careful, Disney. Sorry, <laughs> it is a new world, <laughs> and yeah, we now have it. So we have our second age pack for thirty buckaroonies. That gets you 300 platinum, access to the second age, your forum badge, and discord role. We have the first age access, which will get you access to the first and second age. It is 500 platinum, and you get your forum badge and discord role. And then we have the ultra-exclusive epic collector's edition, the Ashen Ring Pack, which really, you're buying that one. Like, why would you bother otherwise? You're going to buy the Ashen Ring Pack. That is 1,250 platinum. It gets you access to the first and second age. It gets you the Ashen Ring forum badge and discord role, along with the Harbinger one. You get a digital art book and the digital soundtrack and in-game cosmetics, which include the Ashen Ring armor set, which looks badass, by the way. And the standing bell, which is the bell that was voted on. There was a community poll. Uh, everyone in the community got to come up with items. The best ones were picked, and then the whole community voted on them. I think it was over a month, wasn't it, Calypso? Yeah, just about yeah. now. It's been it was over a course of a month. And then that way, for the standing bell, was the one that won. Haha, ha, Team Slime Monster. But anyway, uh, it's a little standing bell. So you can legit run around in Deadhouse and do this and annoy the crap out of everyone by constantly spamming it over and over and over <laughs> again, which is exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, the fun part to all of this is as well, I have been told that later on down the line, Dennis was pointing out that um, I was Team Slam. I know, I know you were. Team Bell was the correct answer. <laughs> I kid, I kid. But uh, yeah, so later down the line, uh, if you wanted, if you didn't want to drop the cash on this, but you'd already got one of the older founders packs, the Ashen Ring one will be available in the Platinum store. So you can buy it for Platinum instead of real-world cash. The only difference is you won't get the Platinum with it. So it'll be like cheaper, but you can buy it with Plat and get all the items. Now, if you already have a supporters pack or a founders pack beforehand, <clears throat> like myself or Calypso, you got Malleus or Havoc and Malice or something like that, and you already have access to the first and second age, you can gift it to a friend. Which We're going to get that good. sorted. Yes. Gifting, gifting is now an option to join the cult. Yes. <laughs> so feel free to you know, drop $30. Feel free to use my affiliate link and um, yeah. and uh, get get your friends into Deadhouse, guys. Yes. 
Now, now that we've the adequate shilling it out of the way, uh, <laughs> I, I can stop sharing this for the moment. And so, Glypso, we had a bit of news since our last uh, stream. There was the new yes. packs, which we have nicely gone through, and there was something else. You are both allowed to give me, gift me a pack, by the way. It's very good to know that we have that permission. <laughs> but there was a, there was a, a little reveal. Oh, was there? Uh, maybe with some some wings, perhaps. Yeah. And so, some, what, and way, some what way do you want to go through these? Uh, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll try this one first. I'll try this one first. See does this work? Okay. So there was the werebat. He is just hey. too adorable. This this is our new wearback, guys. This was one that was picked. It was also a community thing. I believe it's still <laughs> a community thing going on, right? It's still can you oh, still yes. that one? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so this was the one for the concept art for yes. the standard wearback. Well, I get rid of that little thing there so we can see. Uh, this was the one for the actual wearback that was done, and then we have our final. Yeah. Oh, there. that's such a good pose. That's, I love it. So See, that's now going this to isn't be... my favorite. This isn't my favorite, but I understand why they chose it as the default, default version. Um, I understand because it's spiky and it's cool. It's kind of a mix of, like, it still keeps in the traditional. If you guys were up, or if you guys have seen the original Werebat um, from from like two years ago now, um, it's it's sort of along the same lines design wise, um, but like the you know the hair is and the spikes and everything and it kind of flows in with um i, th I think it was either shiny or colvin <clears throat> maybe even you mike who like it flows with the armor with uh zoran's armor and like the spiky armor so kind of just it's a natural evolution of from spiky armor vampire to spiky armored uh werebat <clears throat> fyi the werebat armor is still there oh and it's still there that's great that's awesome. going to be a cosmetic thing <laughs> but yeah like uh it's 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 really it's really pretty oh it's really he pretty. looks angry i yeah, love the eyes that too now when we move along there was the concept concept finished concept finished that's just beautiful i just like going to the finish it was just yeah. beautiful now what you were asking with the voting was previously to that so that was like one of the original concepts there that's the one that ended mm -hmm. up getting chosen there is currently a poll on the website if you go to deadhousesnatch.com go to the forums there is a poll because there is a thing called the blood moon werebat this will be a very limited edition werebat if you're familiar with mr dyke's previous works you'll know he likes doing things in games that happen around certain celestial times and secrets and hidden things and all sorts of stuff and this will be like the ultimate version of the werebat right so it'll be more powerful there will be very difficult to get I don't know if it's a unique item or not. It may be, it may not be, but it will be very, very rare and very difficult. No one, Dennis, we're not going to find it for months. Uh, mm -hmm. And you can vote on which one of these two options will be the Blood Moon Werebat. So the first one here is Calypso's favorite, which looks That's like my some favorite. Lovecraftian abomination. It's like I love the it. thing, bat form. Yeah, I love it. So for those of you listening on Spotify, um, again, uh, go go to the forums. Deadassonata.com forums. You can vote on this what this werebat will look like. Um, this, like, 
Okay, imagine um, the, a monstrous, like the thing, if you've seen that, or imagine like if H.R. Geiger designed a, a freaking werebat, or um, someone someone on the uh, Discord even said um, Doomslayer and bat form, um, and I'm inclined to uh, agree. Like it is, it is raw. It is pure raw, muscular bone carnage wear bat and it's almost kind of a like like a nosferatu if you guys have seen the original nosferatu film or any yeah. of the remakes like imagine if a nosferatu vampire on steroids in a wear bat form like just sinewy and it's awesome it's it looks amazing it's my personal favorite i immediately fell in love with this one this is the one i voted for go vote for it because geiger bat is the best Thornson says that's the wrong pick though Gornson <laughs> said, but that's the wrong pick, though. Oh, as in you chose in. Oh, as in I chose. I was thinking pick <laughs> picture as in pick. Jesus Christ. Uh, what oh, no, What struck no. me in this was uh, Have you ever seen an American Werewolf in London? Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, you know the transformation. Yes, this would be the bat one. Yes. Oh, definitely. Hundred percent. With the spine, the stretched out things. You can see the the tip yeah. of the wing there. Of the, it looks like it's been a hand that has morphed. It's kind of, it's gross. It's gnarly. It's nasty. And then here's our next one. Yes, you this weren't one a big fan the, of this one. No, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. I think I believe. I believe this is also the popular vote. Um, I mean, I get. I like this one. I like the huge ears, and I like how it's more traditional traditional looks like an actual bat um uh look but it's just it's just not my favorite like uh i mean i like the big imposing wings and i I like the whole chest cavity how that's showing um but other than that i just it's just not gelling with me you you know you know why i like this one because this was my pick right tattered wings sinewy muscle around the wings or the arms shall we say to the wings mm-hmm. and as you said the chest cavity and the fact that the front of its face is just the skull is it, it doesn't have a face take a close look at that that's actually the skull oh the flesh is ripped back that so didn't muscle. Uh, oh shit yeah no that didn't register with me huh well all right i mean okay <laughs> Okay, fine. So this be... has this doesn't have a lot of fur on it. It seems it seems to be like tufts of fur, but mostly like muscle and bone. That's why I like this because the like the the membrane of the wings is torn, the face is yeah. torn off. There's the chest cavity. It's like this. This looks to me like if you imagine this in color, I picture this is all red. Like just yeah, from, like, it's just this pure is muscle. This is, this is Hellraiser bat right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like Frank, that's Frank what I envision. I like yeah, both, grody. but when I think a vampire turning into a werebat who can use magic, that's what I see. Well, both of them go that way, because like if you look at the other one, so if we bring up the other one here, uh, we go here, like that looks like there's still something vaguely human about it because of the hair, and there's you could still see the bit of nose and the mouth, you know? So like I could see the magical side on both of them. Weber Tamer, I like both. Yeah. But the first form looks more magical to me. The second form looks far more physical. Yeah. So you can yeah. see them down the bottom here. So you've got two and you've got one, just for anyone to, to clarify that we don't confuse ourselves. Is there is there a third one or is it only like two? No, options? it was one, two, and then the third one was this one, and that's what they ended up going with. Oh, okay. Like okay. Concept. So final tarot card. By the way, <clears throat> yeah. something people keep like not thinking about. 
What are the skills going to be on the tarot card, man? Ooh, that's I would imagine um, because the the blood moon bat um, is a is the the enhanced <clears throat> version of the original werebat, right? So I would imagine it'd be a lot of the same skills, but you know more enhanced. Um, but hopefully not in like like a okay, well you get one times damage as the werebat with blood moon bat, you get like five times damage or quad damage or something. Um, I would imagine that or or because it's uh the most powerful werebat ever and it's being super powered by the blood moon that it might be all blood and strength and just something Here's another like one to keep in mind. When you change into werebat form, you get a new toolbar, new abilities. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. So that's what I'm curious. So then maybe like. maybe that'll be like you'll have deep, you'll have base werebat abilities, and then when you're blood moon, you'll have an entirely new set of probably. abilities. I'd say cool. there's probably magical stuff along with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Purely speculation. I have absolutely no evidence for this whatsoever. But uh, I, I could see that. I'm just wondering what the skills are. So we've got Bash, uh, Bite, and uh, Devour, uh, most likely some something mm -hmm. of that line. That's what I'm thinking. But like for the skills, like are you going to be able to have a skill where you grab them and like fly up into the air and drop them or some shit? Oh, like if I I know Dennis said a while ago um, that yes, you'll be able to fly as the werebat. Whether that's changed now or not. Um... No. remains to be seen I but i can't imagine why i wouldn't like yeah you're a giant <laughs> werebat why wouldn't you want to fly i think a dive bomb ability would be cool um you like dive bomb pick someone up like you know they're a fish out of water or whatever and you're an Descend, eagle grabbing like shaman and land impact aoe yeah yeah <laughs> wing wing spin like a beyblade <laughs> <laughs> probably a bite and a slam with wings are at most the overlap between both. Yeah, I'd say the basic abilities for with them will be the same. Like like normal werebat and blood moon werebat. I imagine like when you get the card straight off and you turn into the form, you'll have let's say two abilities. They'll be the same. I don't think yeah. there'll be a difference there. And I think it's when you level them up, you'll get different, unlock different abilities. Or that's where it'll really shine with like the Blood Moon Werebat, that there will be some type of magical component. Maybe Blood Moon Werebat, instead of as a vampire, instead of draining blood, you're able to drain magic or something. Yeah. Something and you like can that. feed off of that and say, Lord knows. It... I've, I've just this image now of it like flying over a whole like platoon of legionnaires just draining the blood just all that would be cool that would be cool you're you're in blood moon form and i one of my favorite abilities in blood omen is you, it's literally a tarot card um that gives you the ability to drain like as many people that are in the room with you so if there's like four or five people in the room then you drain them all instantly yeah like, um i would love to see that with the the werebat um i think i seen that in the old demo where he like drained two yeah or three like it's, enemies it might at be, once. yeah but i think it's more of an instantaneous thing now with dead house rather than a, an yeah. ability um a separate ability with little bit one yeah and uh i'm i'm curious as to see because dennis has talked in the past about like finishers and stuff like that mm -hmm. so like 
will will we get those with the bats as well with the different forms surely they will be that'll be cool because i only mention it because on last night's stream dennis showed some really really old footage like you know the old pre-alpha stuff yeah and there was a bit of the revenant in there and the only time i've ever seen that calypso is on one of your videos yes i way back uh, in the day and there was a finisher with yes the, super cool yeah he jumps up and he like oh I was like no, it's the coolest I, shit. that better be in the game that's like don't worry we'll probably get that in there yeah sure. like <laughs> no i think finishers are super cool um oh but see but it's a, but see with the whereabout i'm thinking consistently that there's a giant pair of wings um and maybe a tail um so you want <gasps> to use the tail. Those. yes um i would like a xenomorph um like spike scorpion kind of tail we don't um, see the end of any tail no, except in the third one, the final one, there's a tail. No, but no, but there's a tail, but we don't see the end of it. No. So it's I almost think... like it's intentionally blurred out. Yes. It's almost like maybe you could cosmetically pick which tail you want. Do you get a club tail? Do you get like a, a piercing like terminator two arm? What if it's a skill thing? Poison spiky tail, bone mm -hmm. grippy pinchy tail. Like yeah. you said, Zeno, like pointy, like Zeno like pointy tail. Yeah. How cool would that be? And then maybe that's... with like, so, cause that's default, right? So we'll yeah. wear bat for we'll blood moon wear bat, keep the tail or will it revert to like, I don't know, not having a tail and, um, and it's, it changes, you know, like we get the entire new skill bar. You right? know where you kept mentioned Geiger esque. God, my Geiger one is my favorite because look, it's got spiky look at stuff. His look. Thigh. look at his thigh and then the spurred nail at the back of his foot. But his thigh's flesh, skin, whatever, does mm -hmm. give a bit of an alien-y quality. Yeah, man. It. That's so, why that's like Geiger Bat, my favorite bat. <laughs> Geiger Bat. Geiger Bat. Everyone go vote for Geiger Bat. <laughs> Uh, different tarot decks, different tail attacks. But that's what I was saying. I think that the tail, that could be something got to do with the skill tree on the back of the card. Yeah. Uh, like tough decisions need to be made. Do you spec into poison or do you spec into physical attack or whatever way we're going to do that? Maybe there's some kind of magical thing. I'm mm -hmm. thinking of Monster Hunter here now where you've got some bioluminescent mm -hmm. crap that you can have an ability where you flash and everything's dazed for a few seconds so you can start yeah. whacking, you know. And it's possible. It's wild. It's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. I would. I think it would be cool. This might be pushing it, but I think it would be cool if um, you have your whereabout form. And then what if with Blood Moon, um, you can, rather than, you know, uh, I, I want to say it's like instantaneous transformation. So if you're a Blood Moon, if you're in Blood Moon form during a Blood Moon, um, or you summon a blood moon or however it's going to work that you can transform back into your vamp, your regular vampire form. Um, and, um, it's just like a, a, a quick swap rather than like a prolonged transformation. And you mm. get, and that like, you get like, uh, like you get Zorin or a vampire with big old bat wings, um, a la like underworld style, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, st stuff like that. I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Like that would be an ability where half you're in like your half between forms. You're, oh uh, yeah, I'm sure there is form. going to be amazing like transformation side to it. 
how that's going to go, I honestly have no idea. The only thing is, don't forget, like the Blood Moon Whereabout, that will, like, if you go get that, that will replace your current Whereabout one in your, like, hand, so to speak. Yeah. You'd yeah. have no need to, like, use both or slot both. See, and the question is, will Blood Moon Bat be available only at specific times? Or will it be? I can't get that out of Dennis. I've been trying oh, to, man. and even even with knowing what I know, it's like, yeah, I'm not even gonna know, because like, trust me, I'm gonna be trying to harass everyone to figure out what the secrets are to get that. But apparently, yeah, no, ain't no one gonna tell me. Man, Dennis, come on, spill the beans. So I'm I'm gonna have to find out like everyone. Else. It might be see. It might be like Moon Doors. I get why Blood. Well, I mean, Blood Moon is also supposed to be really rare, right? So it might be like moon doors. Um, so you know you have your you have your moon cycle and your 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 day and your night. You have your what do you call it? Astro celestial calendar. Celestial calendar. Thank you. You have your celestial calendar. So a blood moon might literally be like once a month in real time. But don't forget, Malorum has its own independent celestial Oof, calendar. That is true. So uh, okay. So Blood Moon, I, I predict, I'm calling it now. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, that Blood Moon will be a literally really incredibly rare form. You have to like, you can find it. It's really rare to find and it's really rare to pick up and it's really rare to use. But when you use it, it'll be like the best thing ever. And you can only use it at specific times. Like in Blood Moon 1 when moon doors would literally only open during a full moon. And you had to wait around for like, an hour or an hour and a half just to wait for that full moon or something um, to open the door to get like secrets and stuff. But that was back in the day. Um, so I think that's what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know what way they're going to go about it. All I know is that it'll be difficult. I just can tell you that I get triggered when I hear blood moon because I've heard it recently. There was one like not so long ago. And it's like, oh, it's a blood moon tonight. And my instant reaction is, oh, crap, my enemies respawn. Like, <laughs> Even in real life, you're like, son of a... Oh, wait, nothing bad happens. Oh, yeah, nothing it's happens. Like, Just everyone goes a little complete, stir crazy. We've been completely conditioned by video games to like instantly cringe at the thought of a blood moon. Yes. Um, I love a uh, uh, side note, or I guess off topic really quickly. Um, so there's a game coming out called Gloomwood, and the hardest yes. difficulty is blood moon difficulty. And it changes the, the the actual moon in the game to a blood moon, and it makes everything ten times harder. So it's like playing ultra ultra hard mode, or whatever. It's blood moon difficulty at Gloomwood. Everyone check it out; it's really awesome. Um, but yeah, oh, I've been keeping an eye on that. Yeah, it's great. It looks great. Um, blood moons, but yeah, you're right. Blood moons. It's funny that um, blood moons or um, uh, gosh, like you know, sunsets or whatever are like the bad stuff in video games. Mm -hmm. And now, um, and now, Deadhouse is reversing that to blood moons are a good thing. We're going to be reversing it for a lot of stuff. Yeah, the thing is, Dennis was pointing out on one of the other streams. It's like a lot of these ones they're saying, "Oh yeah, but you get to play as the bad guy," but not really. It's just the good guy. It's the same kind of idea. You still have a health bar. You still have this, that, and the other. It's mm -hmm. the good guy story. They just changed the skins so that you've got Edge Lord armor, you yeah. know, as opposed to like actually <laughs> legitimately being the bad person and stuff. Yeah. The only time I've seen that is in thriller and horrors. Yeah. Like I Dennis done a good job of it in previous games in Blood Omen. It's very clear you are not a good person. Yeah, no, not not, Same not with whatsoever. Eternal Darkness. You're not exactly a good person during mm -hmm. a lot of this, you know. Gosh, Eternal Darkness, but that's another topic for another day. Um, 
that's its Bishop, own. Bishop, I like I like Bishop's answer here. Um, I could see people trying to time Blood Moon for more power for bosses, but maybe bosses um, enemies will have Blood Moon forms as well. That would be I didn't really think cool. Think about that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That's a really interesting concept. There is, it's not Blood Moon stuff. It's not Blood Moon stuff, but it's um, specific to bosses or something. In Conan Exiles, um, the final boss is uh, the Death Reaper. Um, that, or the, I, think it's, I think Death Reaper, it's that famous Frank Frazetta painting where it's just the dude with the glowing red eyes. And he's got like the, the horned helmet and he's riding a horse with a big friggin' ass. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, that's the final boss in Conan Exiles. Um, and if you fight him at nighttime or something, he's 10 trillion times more powerful than if you fight him during the day. There you go. Corinson um, achievements for beating dungeons during blood moons. That what would be cool. Blood moon occurs on a holy day. Maybe blood moon that's, day is a holy day. That's going to be interesting. Well, you see, define holy because what's like holy, holy and dead house. What's holy you know. to dead house might not be holy to another house mm, yeah. because they all have different gods. That's true. That's true. It's like six um, elder gods, nine great houses. Our holy or their holy. Yeah. Our holy or like, don't forget, there is uh, like each one of these has a god. Like there is a God, like it's not even some tangential thing. There is a presence. We're going Lovecraftian. There are elder gods. There would be things holy, shall we say, to those elder gods. Holy is probably a bad word, but something to the power of that God, which you use to worship that God and from which that God can bestow particular powers or blessings or boons or whatever upon their minions. So if you take holy in that sense, it's going to be really interesting. I like that concept, Wyvern Tamer. Um, during a blood moon, priests don't just revive their allies. They empower their allies beyond what they normally could at the cost of the ally slowly dying, ending in a big explosion of holy magic. Interesting. Cool That's concept. Cool. I don't That's know if it'd be affected by a blood moon, though. I think it could yeah. be different because there's going to be all sorts of weird celestial events. Like we know of blood moons, but surely certain eclipses and certain times of year and stuff will have different yeah. powers and effects. If you do, if you do blood <clears throat> magic on a blood moon, are you more bloody powerful? <laughs> you know, you like, bloody powerful, mate. Yes, bloody bloody. Like blood magic is like the worst form of magic in all the magics. I guess next to necromancy or whatever in like traditional fantasy bullshit, right? So if there's blood magic in Dead House, which I'm pretty sure there will be, um, and you do, uh, and you're like, and you're a blood mage or a blood lich or whatever, um, and it's during a blood moon, are you 10 times more powerful because of that blood moon? Or are you weaker because the blood moon is tr taking your magic away from your blood magic? because of this weird siphoning thing maybe that blood moons possibly do in the universe. It's not just in the time. you got to think of the place. That too. So will holy, will holy areas affect yeah. your ability? 
will sanctified ground let's say if you fought a paladin on consecrated ground can we even go to consecrated ground as yeah dead house? can we as even members enter? of dead house can that happen like i don't know but then again that's one god out of many gods what are the boons or pluses or drawbacks of these other gods like to bring up another culture part to it what if there's something like Halloween and Dead House? Because in our culture, Halloween is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, so things can cross over. Yeah. What if there's something like that to Dead House? What if a version of this applies in Dead House, which would relate to the demons? Like, anything could happen. It's how revenants get a tan. <laughs> 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 I like that one. If That's I'm good. the if I'm the lich doctor, will I have to use blood magic? Possibly. You have to get a debuff. The enemy enters and turns immortal. <laughs> that could be fun. That's when. Yeah, you meet the other, other folk for the first time. That could be interesting. There's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, the one thing I do want to address, I got a laugh out of the Discord when uh, it's clear some people don't read the lore. It's very obvious when they start start waxing lyrical about Dead House. I just want to point out the dead don't care about the living. <laughs> like someone mentioned about, oh, but the dead are at war with the living. They don't care. Like they are so far beneath them. They don't even think about the living, which is even pointed out when like Zorin talks about, hey, don't disregard the humans. They can be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Why would he say that if that's what Deadhouse was worried about? Deadhouse is registered humans the same way as we register ants going up and down your driveway. Did we get an answer from Dennis or maybe even uh, one of the recent streams or maybe even one of the podcasts, the community screams um, now on Spotify and Amazon um, with the uh, there's a speech that that Nagaztak makes um, and it's it's the old world. What am I talking about? It's the old world speech. Yeah. Um, and he's like, uh, we will show them the way. Like, is he? He's talking about the humans. I can't recall, or is he talking about just his enemies, whoever they may be? You know, there's a lot of foreshadowing. It's in like that the book. dead. Yeah, freaking Dennis. Um, Dennis <laughs> dead, is a master so at good. doing the lore, and then he's teamed up with Jack. Jack is just as bad, if not worse. <laughs> Yeah, For the living kind of are at war. That's good. Thanks, thanks, Sailor. The living are yeah. at war with us, the yeah. dead, not the other way around. The dead don't care. The living are because the dead are slowly um taking well, over Malorum, whether they mean to or not. It's just their numbers keep growing and growing and growing. And the humans are just running out of space. So that's the only reason the humans are at war and trying to stop the dead is because they're just taking all their land and they're um running out of space for humankind and it's just the dead i mean i'm i'm actually looking for that bird very the dennis the dennis and it. jack combo is a deadly one yes yes it is and uh jack jack's been a surprisingly really good writer for i guess most of his in industry career um yeah back when he was in games journalism and everything he and he, you know, he even uh, ran like the youtube channel or whatever i think for for uh his gaming website and he has like a four hour or five hour long video on warcraft i won't say the title here 
But that's but great. I managed that's to, a great watch. I managed to make it like an hour in before uh, I had to, you know, give myself a break. But it's really good. I highly recommend um, looking up Jack's old gaming company or old gaming magazine journalism website thing that he's no longer part of. Uh, exclusively, exclusivity games. Exclusively games. Exclusively games. Yeah. They have a bunch of great articles, um, some written by Jack, <clears throat> some not written by Jack, obviously. But um, uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty good on what they do. And uh, Jack even did an interview um, with Dennis a couple of years ago, back when Dead House was first announced, and it's like three hours long or something. Um, it's a really really good interview. Like he he's he's great. He's great. So Dennis and Jack together at the helm. <clears throat> Gosh, sorry guys. Dennis and Jack together at the helm is really good. <clears throat> I, I got you because I've got something I want to read here. Okay. Many are the ways to render an unquiet death, and each produces something novel. Some do it by ritual, others by feast. Some imbibe curses, and a few have too much hate in them to do anything but keep going. Mine was a scholar's path through the study of teachings forbidden to me by the kingdom that has long since crumbled to dust. I no longer remember its name, for kingdoms like kings can only endure through death itself. When all the great houses have fallen, when their banners lie still as the last winds die, none shall remain but the house of the dead. No men, nor titans, dreams, nor devils, no nameless horrors lurking in the black, nor those of heaven's fire can break this contract. And without their followers to empower them, even the gods will fade from this earth, all but one of them. Death always gets the last word, the final toll of the bell. To debate it is only to delay, and the living will delay, and the argument between houses will crack the world, but it will make no difference in the end. They do not realize yet that we are not their enemy. We're only their future. That's bum, that's bum, I, bum. I just always love that. That is one of the best quotes. That is like the reader, that passage is phenomenal, especially like just that last little paragraph. And the final words is like they do not realize yet that we are not their enemy. That's we so are good. Only their future. Tozy. Tozy Mened. That is uh, Lich, yeah. FYI, that should tell you everything about the game. And Yeah, no, there's a whole um, there's a whole plethora, a cornucopia, if you will, of <clears throat> lore um, within Dead House already. And um, that's like, I feel, uh, side note, I suppose, that, that that's how I feel uh, with game design, um, there is like, there's three pillars uh, for game design. Um, and that is, you know, your gameplay, um, the theme of your game, and like narrative, if there is one. Um, so Dead House uh, and just Dennis in general um, has always had like a strong narrative, but that's the kind of game designer he is. And his themes and the gameplay and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, um, I feel with uh some games and uh not, not not dead house but like some games or whatever it's like 
when you're trying to get a community together or build community, nobody cares about the lore. Like they want gameplay. They want gameplay. Hold on, hear me out. They want gameplay and they want um, just like a strong, uh, I guess, focus on that and like the, the whole thing to like build it together. Now, um, nobody cares about the lore with some things. There's been plenty of game and there's still plenty of game and still plenty of game coming out where lore is everything. And um, that is the thing that drives it forward. And I think it's better for that. And with that said, with Dead House, it's you have your strong foundational lore. You already have your strong foundational gameplay that that we're as a community um, and just in general, um, Dennis and the crew is being incredibly transparent about. And then you have your theme, which is, you know, like Lovecraftian Dead Housey stuff. Right. So those are your Gothic three pillars. Horror. Yeah, Gothic horror. Thank you. That's your three pillars there that that like kind of meld together into a really good foundation. And now it's just up to, you know, the team to like pull it off. Right. Which you I have just, no doubt they will. You just you just gave me the perfect idea on that one. What's up? I was gonna say interject is going impetuous swine. Go on about the lore and I said, no, this it's actually the perfect analogy. Cause like when you look at game design, <clears throat> everyone wants gameplay. A lot of people now they have no concept of like there's there's a big split in gamers and people get pulled in different ways based on their interests and all like that. There's the gamers like myself and yourself who'll quite happily sit down for like a hundred hours with a game longer if it's really good with lore witcher like assassin's creed games any any story driven game that like yeah. takes hours like we're happy to get immersed in things like that there's people that don't want that at all they just want to run and gun call of duty pick up the gun go shoot kill things you've got that divide right now so one side is catered for in free to play stuff the other is not so right now in free to play for the vast majority yes there are probably exceptions but for the vast majority you've got fortnite which is all about the gameplay loop with no story because nothing matters. Whereas in Dead House, everything matters. Yes. In Fortnite, nothing matters because there's no consequences. In Dead House, everything matters because it's all consequences. Everything you do <laughs> is recorded. Like the idea, I don't think people fully understand it. Like some of us in the Discord, we've all chatted, we get it. But a lot of people don't understand when Dennis is talking about the idea of using big data for good. So you take a look at what is big data. Big data is literally your daily life. You go to the store, you swipe your card. They know where you've been. They're collecting the data. What did you buy and this, that, and the other? They have your cell phone plan. What did you Google? Oh, look, he wants a new washing machine and all this. And there's this whole digital profile built around you. It's People are like, oh, government's fine. It's not for sinister purposes. It's purely for advertising and marketing. Like yeah. that's the entire point is to get your money. And they have all this profile built about where you go, what you do, what you shop, what you don't shop, how long you look at certain YouTube videos, what ads you click, what you don't click, how you go. Dennis said, imagine if we use that for something positive that we enjoy. So in the game, where you go, what you do, who you kill, who you don't kill, what way you interact with characters, what characters you don't interact with, all of this metadata collected about your character and it being relevant to shape a story. That is incredible. Agreed. Yes. Like, and I feel that that's where, that's where you get the strong, the strong divide with, yeah. with it is because, um, it's a great, uh, to, to bring up Warcraft, um, for however many times you've done the show already, 
to bring up Warcraft again, um, the thing with Warcraft and the thing I think that makes Warcraft and just all MMOs, Dead House isn't an MMO, but just that whole online kind of experience, Warframe even, um, where the stories and the world and stuff and your character that you create, it's all part of that immersive, that flow and that like immersion that you get yourself into and that you build into yourself. When you're telling your friends your stories of, oh yeah, I did this on Warframe and it was really cool. Like that's part of the gameplay. That's part of the game. You conveying a story to your friends is part of the game. It's part of the narrative experience. Um, I think Dennis says something along the lines of like Warframe has one of the greatest stories nobody ever um, has experienced or, or witnessed or whatever. But that's in a sense, like within the universe, maybe, but at the same time, it's also one of the greatest stories ever because we as the players are creating that story for us, you know, like, so I'm, like that's like, if, like that's, that's what it is though. And I think that's the whole um, issue with narrative driven gamers like myself and a lot of this community and well, path of exiles too. Thank you. Yeah. As, um, has a, 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 a story path has a solid story that nobody's really experienced but at the same time because that's you're creating the story the story is the gameplay that you go through the things you witness the things you experience and i think that's why simulation games do so well and why um warframe does so well and like warcraft does so well or did so well um and like just just the online gaming space in general does so well because you are creating the story on the fly right then and there with your friends or with other people. Yeah, and, that's the big thing is with your friends and, as well. Yeah. It becomes a social bonding glue between yeah. your friends and then you end up making other friends. And this is the thing. Like, I can't tell you, man, there was a point in time way, way back when I was like heavily into World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. That was my entire social circle. There are friends I chatted with in Discord and everything like that. I got to know people all because of this game. Yeah. And I first I can see already with the Deadhouse Discord, it's going down the same path. Yeah. So I think uh, to, to I guess round out this long friggin' tangent um, yep. to to uh, I believe with the Deadhouse to like have a good story and a good narrative is one thing, which is great. It's fine. I'm sure it's going to be there anyway. Um, but to to kind of I guess make it meta, but not being too meta, where the experiences that we have there. <clears throat> are the things that kind of shape the narrative, which is a thing with the whole first age and second age and like just how I guess the, the it's going to go anyway. Um, and I guess I'm kind of just beating a dead horse um, for with like things, the things of Dennis and stuff has, stuff has said because it's like he's correct. He's correct. It's like um, there will be a narrative there, but the narrative mostly or the narrative partially is going to be um, what we, the players, create and our experiences and the stories we tell and oh don't worry there, unlike the other un, un, unlike the other ones and unfortunately well warframe has fixed that because like they actually done a cool intro now 
and the game yeah, starts. Super well. cool. They've they've done that now. They've added that new world start or whatever it is, where it shows that cool cinematic and it it goes through that whole bit. But I remember when I started Warframe and I eventually got through it, like people, this is how it was explained to me, and this is how I explained it to everybody. Man, there's an incredible story. It's like, when does it start? Oh no, you need to play it for about 60 hours. And then it's like, you know, it's got an amazing story. It doesn't start about 60 hours into the game until like you get to a certain point and certain things happen. But when it hits you, holy crap, it's incredible. Dead House's theory is they're gonna punch you in the face with that right as you walk in the door. Yeah. That's the goal. It's gonna be, oh cool. I wonder what the story to this game is. Boom right in the face and that's going to be the idea for how like the intro goes and then you pick your class like uh, actually i think i have them up here it's a prime example of best way to loop into this a little bit is like you you go to pick your class and there's the plan would be to have some incredible bit around that so that the character will be yours it'll be you it'll be you yeah. in the game and how how that's done and some games have done this incredibly incredibly well other games a lot of rpgs are guilty of it just ruin it they they completely ruin it because it's just like select drop down menu i am a pauper from you know this village okay mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. means nothing and then you all play the game the same and it's irrelevant yeah you know yeah warframe does a great story i just wish i didn't have to play close to 100 hours for yeah yeah no kidding it's a great story, though. I mean, like, it, it is incredible. I'm there's tempted a whole, because... There's a whole side of the game, dude, you don't even know exists. Yeah. But what's really cool is there is some weird... Like, if you go Googling it, not like that, it will be there. But if, like, you don't, like, go hard into researching stuff, there's this weird unwritten thing with Warfare players that we don't spoil it for anyone. And there's certain things you can do that you don't do in front of noobs because you don't want to spoil things. And it's really cool that like the community has this weird unwritten rule that you don't ruin this for other people. I'm used to, you know, those jerks that would like, thankfully I wasn't of the age for it, but you know, those kind of buttheads that would uh, be the first one into the shop to buy the latest Harry Potter and then stand outside where oh, all yeah. they're queuing and read out the ending. You know, mm -hmm. uh, those jackasses, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm used to dealing with that. So I'm wondering what way will there be any surprises with Deadhouse and what way I'd like to think we'd cultivate the way we, they did with Warframe where we just kind of don't say anything. Let, let it happen organically. Yeah. Or necrotically. Yeah. Necrotically. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I think, I think, um, it's all gonna be up to Warframe. What Warframe, Warframe keeps, keeps a lot, but it is amazing that they do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't freaking ruin it for don't ruin it for this person. Shut up. Warframe is also one of those few games where I remember when I started it, you needed an Excel spreadsheet, uh, you needed a tip guide, the wiki, and like nine other things open just to understand what the hell was happening. But I think a lot of the people powered through it because the the minute-to-minute -minute gameplay of it, like the combat loop and the gameplay mm -hmm. loop of it is just phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah, I hope we get going down that path with Deadhouse. He says, I think boy. so. Yeah. And a friend <laughs> already did it all. And a friend who already did it all. Uh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. You need people to like baby step you through a lot of the start of war. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think I've 
only i'll be honest i haven't played that much of warframe i think maybe like about an hour um in total because i keep restarting stopping and restarting and then stopping if you ever if you ever if you ever want to take a take another go at it yeah i'm always around (laughs) just saying so is half of the dead house discord yeah exactly perhaps although do you know do you know what has do you know what everyone i I shouldn't be shilling this in this fashion but i'm just going to mention it because okay i kicked the mmo habit years ago i just stopped because i was like I put World of Warcraft away. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's it. That's done. I've recently, shoot, you're still in the, t- you're still pretty in the t- much. Yes, yeah. He, is. he hasn't even gotten out of that. But no. anyway, so uh, we decided we'd uh, all in my discord, we'd uh, play a game together to, uh, you know, kind of a bit of group exercise until uh, Deadhouse comes out. And we were going to play a bit of New World. That's delayed. So there was a mention of a particular game by a particular person, Lord Scara, who mentioned what Wyvern Tamer just said. Yep. Apparently, you see, now we're playing Guild Wars 2. Yeah, I Googled that. That's the one, Calypso. You might want to play that. It's basically World of Warcraft without all the crap from World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's what uh, I hear. Scara, I think, um, uh, he showed me it. I was like, yeah. why does that sound really familiar? And he was like, oh, yeah, because it's like 10 years old or something. I'm Apparently, like, oh. the tag of it is it's the best MMO that nobody talks about. Oh, man. It's the delicious. best game that everyone plays, but no one talks about. It's, yeah. it's quite fun. I've been, I've been leveling through it at the minute. It's very much wow vibes. Set. Not in the, any of the like the skills or abilities, but just the whole it's like jumping back into a world where I have no idea what the hell is going on and i have to slowly learn all <laughs> unbelievable amount of complex systems that make no sense to me but of course uh wyvern tamer and bishop here are already experts at it from long ago well mm-hmm. bishop is anyway wyvern tamer is i think recent enough to it with me as well it's like world of warcraft without the war world of essentially craft. yeah as in there's no like alliance and horde thingy it's mm-hmm. just kind of the races but it's been fun and hey no subscription fee so way it's free to play yeah, no, no that's totally that's great man i remember i sunk i sunk a good couple of hours into uh, lord of the rings online when it was payable and then when they went free i got kind of mad because i was like i just just why <laughs> i mean i get why but still like you know there goes my like entire you know hundreds of dollars spent on lord of the rings online Great game, by the way. Play EverQuest. Uh, yeah, I played EverQuest back in the day too, and freaking uh, Neverwinter and stuff. Um, geez, what was another one? Was it EverQuest? Jeez, uh, there was one from like the early two thousands that EverQuest, EverQuest Two, Star Wars Galaxies, World of Warcraft. Jeez, mm-hmm. uh, man, they made. Um, there was a TV series, like a, a really terrible comedy series that they made from like EverQuest videos or some other online MMO. Oh, is that the guild? I think so. It was a guild that was based on World of Warcraft or it wasn't oh, World of Warcraft, but okay. I think it was yeah. like a mock between World of Warcraft and EverQuest. It was generic MMO that they all played. Oh, not. Although I'd still lean more towards Crod Mandoon and the Flaming Sword of yeah, Fire. Great. Oh, great show. Everyone, please watch Crotman. Crotman, dude. <laughs> so it's cute. so freaking good. It's, it's glorious, so good. though. It's so glorious. Oh, my God. When are we going to get Deadhouse parody? That's going to be interesting. Wait, are we, are we Deadhouse parody? Yes, we are. 
I'm having a meta moment right now. It's very meta. <laughs> so it's back to the whole thing. You still certain as a vampire? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Vampire. Team, I don't think there's a vampire single, all the way. I don't think there's a single vampire in our chat. Is there? Oh well, then all y'all need to get out. We don't I need your whites, views. I see whites and liches. We don't need your views if you're not team vampire. Everyone get away. <laughs> Adventure Quest Worlds, AQ3D before. I don't even know what that is, Wyvern Tamer. Adventure so Quest Worlds, uh, it's like that Dragon Fable. It's one of those 2D side-scrolling things, but it's an MMO. Oi, yeah. And the Revenant. Forgot. Oh, two Revenants. Oh, the liches are in trouble. The Revenants are outnumbering them. Oh, yeah, it was EverQuest. EverQuest. Yeah. EverQuest. Yeah, that's a great one. EverQuest is great. I yeah, remember having a computer. I remember having I remember having a computer not powerful enough to play EverQuest. Oh no, same. Most of my games were like point and click adventures. Um I had to go over to a friend's house to play PC games. Um because I did not have a good computer to run them at all. Like it was terrible. <laughs> There was a point in time when Worms, I think it was Worms World. Mm -hmm. It was like the second or third Worms game. It was actually a bit of a struggle to get the computer to run it back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, it was a lot of Carmen Sandiego. And oh, man. It was a lot where, of in, where in World me. or where in Time? Both, World and Time. Where in Time was my favorite, though, I think. That was cool. It came with an encyclopedia thing. Right? No, like, that's the coolest thing. Like, okay. For those of you who aren't old enough, um, there were a bunch of learning games, um, I think, by the learning company. Um, and they were like Carmen Sandiego, Reader Rabbit, stuff like that. Um, and Carmen Sandiego uh, was the main one that like taught you about geography and history and stuff like that. So it was a because clever Because she was way. a thief. Yes, because a she was a thief called Carmen Sandiego, which would go for, steal she things, went, robbed everything. teaching you a lesson. <laughs> teaching you a lesson so uh she would teach you. it was a clever way for parents for kids to you know get away with playing video games while their teachers are still teaching them crap while not actually doing any of the work to teach them crap um so one of my teachers would just i would just get to play carmen san diego for hours and then she would quiz me on the crap that happened in carmen san diego and i, I like, distinctly oh, remember there being a cartoon as well there was yeah there was yeah there was um there was a cartoon there was a game show um, that was a <laughs> just that hard of the flashbacks and read a rabbit from Bishop. Yes. <laughs> um, there was a game show, there was a cartoon show, and now it's been rebooted into oh, no. a really no. a surprisingly it's not bad. It's not bad. There's been a reboot of Carmen San Diego. Um, but the animation looks like those old insurance commercials. Oh gosh. Um, and it's like, you know, she's like a young, like 20-something Carmen San Diego. But she's an anti-hero now instead of a straight-up villain. Uh, so it's a little bit disappointing. I just thought it was really cool. Like, for anyone that doesn't know, so, like, for where in time is Carmen Sandiego, for example, you got a special encyclopedia. And then, like, she would steal something. And it's like, oh, where is she? You know, and you have this time-streaming device because that's how this works. And uh, they'd give you a clue. And you'd have to look it up in the dictionary or in the encyclopedia thingy and see what this was a reference to. And then... Like it would say, oh, there's a piece of parchment from ancient Egypt. And it's like, yep. and it would be like a particular person or whatever. So you'd have to look up that particular person and find out when they were alive and then put that into the thing. 
and then you transport to that particular point in time and then when you got there you'd have to all this weird point and click adventure to find out what she was doing but there'd be another clue to somewhere else and again there was lots of educational crap thrown in you know back in this time people yeah, exactly. you know all this kind of super stuff. fun though super fun though i loved it i loved it and oh, uh, yeah that, that was educational although don't, don't get me started on reboots although i did see not reboot not remake but a different version shall we call it uh did y'all ever watch the monster hunter movie <laughs> oh wait did that did that come out yeah yeah oh geez it, it was bad but the reason i bring that up is because today there is a new monster hunter one on netflix which is an animated one that actually ties in to monster hunter world because one of that the side cool. characters in monster hunter world. yeah um it's 58 minutes long and it's like 500 percent better than the monster hunter movie. oh my god it's like I they managed to do a short animation that was infinitely better in like absolutely every aspect and it's just for anyone that's a fan of Monster Hunter, you should check that out because it's definitely worth it. it. Gives you a little bit of backstory about one of the side characters, which like because it's Capcom and it's all canon and stuff, it's actually really mm-hmm. good. I was a big fan of the Am- uh, Amazon Trail AMD Mayan, Mayan Trail, Trail games. games. Yeah, maybe called something different. They were based in the Oregon Trail. Ah, Oregon Trail, five hundred percent better than Zero is still Zero. Yeah, but I wouldn't give Monster Hunter the movie a zero. I'd give it maybe a four or a five out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. <laughs> I watched the movie purely because I wanted to see the big monsters animated on the screen. I heard it was just a Godzilla That's movie, but they just it's gave it the not even it's made. not even a Godzilla movie. It's appalling and terrible. Uh, it's it's it reminds me an awful lot of remember when you Ball used to make movies? <laughs> oh man, but it's you know it's the Resident Evil guy is the one who did, who did this one, right? I know. That's why I'm a little offended. Dude, this dude made Mortal Kombat. It's like, what's wrong with you? What? I know you can make good things. Like, yeah, I know Mortal right? Kombat's not difficult. Like, it's, okay, here's generic fighting tournament. Why are they fighting? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Fighting tournament. Rah, Mortal Kombat. You know, that's okay. <laughs> you don't need a lot of story. It's Mortal Kombat, you know. But, like, Monster Hunter, it's like, okay, guys, village, scary monsters. Go. Like, you... <laughs> you don't need that that. Like, and they still screwed it up because they had that weird thing that they do in a lot of movies where they need to somehow even though this is a fictional world in another dimension they still have to somehow like inject the american military into it for reasons like do you think okay the, que- the real question is do you think mila jovovich um oh, paycheck got, that's got just paid. paycheck okay i'm just i'm i'm saying because like i what sucks man i love mila jovovich and she can do so much better with oh movies. that was such like it was such a phoned in performance do you just as well think, that was literally uh for the money or just oh because... it's that's just the, oh the bank account dipped ever so slightly i met her better star and some piece of crap oh, man. you know like it's like i don't judge her on it girls gotta get paid you know what i'm saying i have mm-hmm. no shame a lot of shame and shade to the writers like Jeez. it's like what were you thinking and uh, just proving after watching this netflix show it can be done well it was very well done it was an incredible story it's 58 minutes long i was glued to the screen the whole time the rookies so it can be oh wow she's what are what are these movies sorry i'm just looking at mila jovich's movies now i forgot she was in the hellboy yeah remake or reboot Oh, yeah. wow, she's actually been working. 
She she was only oh, in it God. for like ten minutes, but you're good. Oh. That movie got an awful lot of unwarranted hate. I enjoyed it. Like it's not the best movie, but it's it's literally a Hellboy comic turned into a film. Yeah, but I think people are just so hung up still on the Ron Perlman movies, which they're great. That like people had a hard time, like, oh well, what's the hell is this new Hellboy? Where's the other one that Guillermo Toro wanted to make? You know, he done a pretty good job. I thought that's what I heard. Like Hellboy, the the prosthetics and stuff like that, it looked a bit weird, but mm-hmm. it looked it looked better than the Ron Perlman ones because like no shade on them, it's just time, you know. Obviously, yeah, you know, prosthetics, cinematography it gets better as time goes on. It's like. Like I point out to people when they say about like modern games that are realistic, this is so realistic. It's like, yeah, but you remember when Lord of the Rings looked really realistic? Mm-hmm. If you watch it back recently, you can see that CGI is starting to look really dated. No it, shade it, on it. They it, were still some it, of the best movies ever. Is, but still. Is, I, I did. I, I actually watched Fellowship of the Ring like a couple of weeks ago again for the billionth time. Um, man, for all the the now dated CGI, there are still some shots where you could pause and it looks like a freaking painting. Oh yeah, and like everything else about that movie get, makes you excuse the now dated CGI. Oh, I completely it was like mind bogglingly amazing. Oh no, I give it a complete pass because for the time it was made, it was the best possible product that could ever possibly be made with that oh, franchise. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like I'm just giving it as an example of the passage of time. Like, you know, when you look back at PlayStation One games and back in the day, you're like, oh my god, these are the best graphics ever. And you're looking mm-hmm. at it now and giggling. It's like, like that character's got 12 polygons. Like. Yeah, <laughs> like this isn't what my brain saw when I was a kid. What? But at the time, it was groundbreaking. Yep, so you know, you've got those, you've got those things going into it, and that's what I'm just saying. That like, I think like Hellboy looks a lot better because of stuff like that. But the newer one was pretty decent. They like, I like the inclusion of Abba Yaga and stuff. That was really cool. Oh man, I really got to see the new one then. I guess go watch it just because I, I'll give you one little uh, tidbit of a, a kind of a. It's not so much a spoiler, but it's a funny little teaser. But watch it to the end and then mm-hmm. wait for the end credits because I nearly fell off my seat laughing at the end credits. All right, all right. It's that. It's that good. I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's us, dude. I think so. I think so. So thank you, everybody, for. Uh, watching or listening to this episode of Dead House Whispers. Uh, sorry um, for the delay on this one. Um, it'll be the same thing again um, next week. Unfortunately, my schedule just has me swamped because holiday stuff, like always, it's never ending. Everyone needs to rush out and get COVID. That's <laughs> yeah. Please, um, I yes, please, everyone, just have them shut my job down for like a good three weeks. <laughs> That'd There's be nice. ones from Corns in there. People used to say the graphics in GoldenEye for the N64 were good graphics, and that gave that aged horribly. Where the FX Diddy Kong Racing or Banjo Kazooie Rage. You see, now we're getting into stylized things. Definitely. You see, a prime example with that I, I love using is uh, Wind Waker. Legend of Zelda yeah. Wind Waker. That can never age because it's got such a unique art style that that looks as good today as it did the day it launched, as it will look in 20 years. Because mm-hmm. it is perfectly done in its own particular style. Because that style won't age with the cartoony thing. Like when you see Studio Ghibli movies, you watch them, were they made 20 years ago? Or was it made last week? I can't tell. Yeah, they look exactly. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? They look amazing. Every time I watch Ghibli movies and they're, st- and they're eating, I just want to eat because the food looks so good in Ghibli movies. I know. 
Uh, so good. Anyways, enough enough rambling. Um, thanks yes. for watching Get Out Whispers, guys. I will keep everyone posted and Mike and everything posted. Uh, if we yes. will have an episode next week, but for now it's not looking that way. But I will we'll keep, get on to our schedule eventually. Yeah, we'll get back to it eventually. But thanks for listening and watching, guys. Um, I am Calypso. You can follow me on Twitter at Necrolibriatus and Instagram at Necrolibriatus. You can follow Faceless Mike on Twitter and Instagram and all those things at the Faceless Mike, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Faceless Mike. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget to follow Deadhouse Game at Deadhouse Game on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to go to deadhousesnod.com and check out those supporter packs and vote on the new bat form. Vote for bat number yes. two. Um, One. That one's the right choice. Uh, yeah, don't forget to get on deadhousenod.com. Um, join us in the Discord, guys. You know, leave your comments and your feedbacks and everything. Go to YouTube, yes. look up Deadhousenod on YouTube, watch my videos, give me more views. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you should watch his uh, free to play versus pay to win. Yes, thank you. Something thank I you think that. everyone needs to watch because Calypso here points it out in a way that should be understood. But I've seen the comments on Steam. I've seen the comments on YouTube. Y'all ain't paying attention. Y'all need to go watch that. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for uh, joining us, guys and girls and everyone in between. And we will see you all in the next one. Fight the living. See ya.